Welcome back to another episode of GEMS Podcast with Genesis Amaris Kemp, where the core pillars are to educate, inspire, and motivate. Sit back, relax, and enjoy this segment. Hey, y'all, and thank you so much for tuning back into another segment here on GEMS Podcast. With me today is Brad Carlson. He is a new podcaster, but let me tell you a little bit more about Brad so you can hear all the incredible things that he is doing. He is a certified health coach, personal trainer, and spiritual practitioner that helps others transform from who they are to who they are meant to be. So that's part of having an understanding of your purpose. And he teaches how to live a happy, healthy, fulfilled life. And today we're going to get into optimizing energy and some of the spiritual growth living. But without further ado, please welcome the man behind it all, Brad Carlson. Well, hi, Genesis. Thank you so much for, for having me here. Wow, that was quite a quite an introduction. I hope I can live up to it. <laughs> My pleasure. So before we dive into our subject for this conversation, I definitely want to give the audience a chance to get to know you. And you already know what I do here. So there are two options. We could do an icebreaker or a rapid fire 10 question game. What are you in the mood for? You know what? I'm going to try the icebreaker this time since the other shows I listened to did the questions. I want to see what the icebreaker is. So let's go with that today. Okie dokie. So we're breaking the ice with Brad Carlson. Here is the icebreaker question. I want you to share something crazy that you have done in your life or something fun and interesting about yourself. Oh my gosh, something crazy. That would take me back to college. I, be, I better stick with the uh, fun and interesting. So I've, I'm a world traveler. I lived and traveled extensively throughout Southeast Asia, uh, Japan, the Philippines, Thailand, Korea, Japan, or I said Japan, uh, Viet, Vietnam, Cambodia, spent some time in Australia. And through all that, I picked up uh, three other languages, so, which none of them I really can use in America. So... <laughs> Uh, Super cool. So when you went to the Philippines, did you try pansa and lumpia? Of course, <laughs> of course, siempre. Yes, of course I did. Yeah, pansa and, and, and all of that. Those are some, that's like eating a hamburger or pizza in America. Those are two just very common foods. Yeah, yeah that's good. How did you know your foods? How do you know those? So my sister-in-law is a nurse practitioner and one of her nurses is Um, Filipino and so she went to my sister-in-law's house and she was just making this food one day and I was like what is this This is so good so I got in the kitchen with her and she's like oh this is pansa and this is lumpia and my husband doesn't eat pork so she made it a little special and I was like this is amazing and I'm actually first generation American so my mom is Caribbean so she's West Indian and my dad was South American he's from Curacao so right off the tip of Venezuela so okay okay I like to travel. I haven't been to some of the cool places you've been to, but I have friends that are Vietnamese. I have friends that are Indonesian, Malaysian, and et cetera. So I love all the different cultures. Well, another time we could do a whole other podcast just on food, on, on the different foods in the different parts of the world. Yeah, because when you were saying those, my mouth started to water 
like that brought me back to the Philippines, you know, and that's, that's only some of the dishes there that you can eat. So there's, there's a whole, whole bunch more. They even have good candy. There's this mango candy. That's like a, it's Mm -hmm. kind of a soft mango candy. I don't even know how to describe it, but it is so good. Yeah. Yeah. No, they have a lot of good food. Yes. My favorite actually, I have to say would probably be Thailand though. Thailand, not, not to get too off topic because I know we don't have a short amount of time here, but they have the street street vendor set up like the food vendors and it literally like you would get this huge huge plate of noodles for like 10 cents this was way back in, in the late 1990s but you got so much food for like 10 20 30 cents and it was just like hot off the grill fresh you know all kinds of stuff so yeah lots of good food uh through asia and you don't have to well getting into to energy you don't have to really worry about gaining weight over there because it's so hot and humid you just eat and you just sweat it all off i always jokingly told people if you want to go you know lose weight and not do anything like just eat all you want and, and just like literally sit there and do nothing go to southeast asia because it's just so hot and humid in the summer during the dry season you just you just sweat it all off you lose like five pounds of water a day just through sweat <laughs> oh my god so there you go. There's your ultimate, ultimate weight loss plan. And if you stay there, you won't gain it back either. Just go, go to Southeast Asia, eat all you want, and then just sit outdoors and sweat all day. <laughs> oh my gosh. I'm glad you um, chose that, the icebreaker because I wouldn't have guessed that you've been to so many cool places. And that brings us to our topic of optimizing energy and you being a personal trainer and et cetera. So talk about your journey because I'm sure it hasn't always been where you where you are now so what was your background like oh my gosh well where to start so my background was I was always very active uh I was a you know huge soccer player and and all that and skier and tennis player and then of course you know when I was 30 I got married and you know I was raising a stepdaughter and and life just gets in the way of working full-time so I gained I didn't realize at the time but I gained 50 pounds and I was 50 pounds overweight and so I had no energy and no anything I was very lethargic uh, the complete couch potato as I like to describe it and long story short that just wasn't working for me so I went through some stuff and decided okay it's time to lose the weight And along the way, once I started to shift from being like lethargic to more active and everything again, uh, a bunch of different things happened. But in terms of energy, I started to realize I was getting fit and my energy was improving. So the first thing, you know, for optimizing energy always starts with health. If you're like really at square one, like I was, it starts with getting your health under control. And so that's uh, the word I use nowadays is moving, uh, movement. Uh, The common word is exercise but move your body, you know, walk around the block or walk up and down stairs. Now, if you're seven months pregnant, I'm not, you know, it might be a little bit different, but, uh, and the second part of that then comes from eating. And I learned to change how I think about food. So food for me, the word food does not exist in my vocabulary. It's actually fuel. And so you want to put the proper fuel in your body, in your system for your cells. And that's the first stage uh, for anything for optimizing energy. But then I realized as I was doing that, this was huge that I was getting fit, but I wasn't getting healthy. And my actually, and actually my energy started to get worse. 
even though I was like training more and training hard and everything, my energy was getting worse and worse. And I was like having no energy. And that came from the point of a little bit had to do with overtraining, a little bit of it had to do with burnout, but it really had to do with not understanding the journey and what I was doing. And this whole time I'm like, well, what do I really want out of this? And that's an important question to ask, you know, if you want energy is what do you really want out of this? And so what I decided was, well, I don't need to run an eight minute mile anymore. You know, I'm kind of beyond the, the competitive stage. Uh, and this, this was all going on in my early forties. So once a man hits 40, his testosterone drops off and, you know, the competitive fire is still there a little bit. Okay. The competitive fire is still there a little bit. Uh, but I really had to ask myself, what do I want out of this? And in that moment, I said, you know what, I want to be healthy. But I didn't know what that meant. I thought healthy meant eating and exercise. And that was only part of it. So what I really had to understand later on in my journey was that if you want ultimate, ultimate energy, if you want energy that is off the charts, and as some of your other guests have talked about this, then you have to align with your, your values, your meaning and your purpose and, and that higher calling in life. And that's more of less of a physical energy and more of a spiritual energy. Absolutely. And I would also say, um, whenever you think about the holistic of health and wealth is you have to tap into mental health, emotional health, physical health, and spiritual health. And all of those is what feeds that total alignment, mind, body, and soul and sleep. Sometimes we're like, go, go, go. And you don't get enough rest that you're so sluggish. I remembered before I started this pregnancy journey, um, I had a trainer and I was doing a lot of high intensity interval training and it was cool. I was getting the results. I was, you know, toning up my body. I'm already small and petite, but I wanted that physique look, but not the She-Hulk look, if that makes sense. Okay, it does. Sure, it does. Yeah. Uh -huh. And part of that is not only training with them boot camp style, but also um, to your point, instead of looking at the food, looking at the fuel, what's fueling my body, but also making sure that I was taking time to rest and detox and et cetera, because I could do this all day long, but if I don't pair the other parts with it, I'm not going to be functioning at my optimal um, level. I'm only going to be coasting and I don't want to just coast. I want to actually see the results and keep the results because how many times do you see these amazing trainers? And then the minute they stop doing something, they gain the weight back or it all goes back to how they were. So obviously something was missing there. Yeah, you just hit the nail on the head, everything you just said. And it took me a while to understand what you just said. If you would have said all that to me five years ago, I, bet I would have been like, huh, what are you talking about? But it is a balance between the physical, the spiritual, uh, the mental, the emotional, and the intellectual. And once you are able to, to and I'm going to use the word balance, because that was a huge issue for me. I'm someone in my journey that went from extremely like unhealthy, lethargic, couch potato, overweight, to the complete opposite end of the spectrum, where I was extremely like OCD, only eat, you know, vegetables and organic and, and everything and not touch a single thing with sugar or donut or anything. And that doesn't work either. Uh, being in the extreme. And so energy, this idea of really, you know, being your, your authentic self energy, it's about finding balance in my podcast. You know, the last part of it says eat ice cream. 
which it's okay to eat ice cream every once in a while. It's about finding balance. And so you have to, and it's, I, I wish there was a, a magic wand I could give everyone, you know, how you find balance. Yeah, but it's just a matter of, you know, trial and error. I spent about, oh, between two and four years just, you know, tweaking the formula a little bit, you know, one cup of this, two cups of that, oh, that didn't work. You know, it's like someone trying to find the perfect recipe for a, a cake or something like that. And that's what you have to do. But if, if you want that life of optimal energy, uh, you have to do the work on yourself and you have to ask yourself the questions, you know, where am I going? What is it that I want? Who am I? Who am I really? The answers to those questions will give you a powerful, you know, form of energy. And then of course, rooting it in, in the health side with the diet and, and the exercise, the healthy eating and the wellness and the movement and figure out, you know, where you're going and then why, why are you going there? I know the guests that have been on your show, Genesis, that I've listened to also, they talked about the importance of knowing your why and understanding that. And that is the, the key in my book, I call it, that's the glue that holds all of this together is, is knowing that why. And so it's very possible. So I would say to anyone listening right now, no matter your situation in life, what's going on, it is possible to have that optimal life. It is possible to have that optimal energy. I went from super un overweight to a super like OCD, like obsessed with, you know, vegetables and organic everything to now finding balance to now finding, you know, alignment with, with who I am and that purpose and that higher calling and where I'm going. And it's led me and you have too, Genesis, because it's led us right here to be on this podcast together today. So, which is, which is really awesome. Yeah. And I like all the things that you're saying, because it's so important to um, know what your why is. And I'm always going to echo knowing what your why is, because then that causes you to go within yourself and do that internal work. And once you do the internal work, external factors will begin to align up, which is going to promote that sustainable, healthy living, which is something that you also speak about, Brad, because sometimes we look at what everyone else is doing and we think that we can apply that for ourselves. Whenever you may not know what their blood type is, you may not know what their body type is. You don't know um, if they're on a macro or a micronutrient diet. You don't know if they're calorie counting or et cetera. And sometimes diets are just that they are diets because eventually they are going to die and fade out. But if you think of it as a lifestyle choice and you think about I'm doing this to promote the sustainability, to have me have longevity, not just for me, but my family, that's a part of your why. And once you're rooted in your why, you're going to make better decisions because it's going to help you optimally live out your life because you know your why, you know who, who you are and whose you are, you know what your purpose is, you know what the mission is behind it, and everything is going to just line up accordingly. And I know there, there are so many people that may be listening that are busy and they're like, Genesis, Brad, I just don't have enough time. Well, I, t I tell you, if you like to get your nails done, you make time for that. If you like to go to the movies, you make time for that. If you like to do any type of extracurricular activity, you make time for that. If you have time to sit on your couch, Netflix and chill, then you have time to meal prep. You have time to batch prep. And if you do that, you are being intentional on what you're eating. And you're also putting stuff aside so you don't have to take that time to go through a drive-through where you're where you don't know how they're preparing their food. I'm not saying all fast food is bad, but just kind of 
you know, watch the amount of fast food that you eat. You don't need to eat it every day. If you just take time to meal prep and you could do it on Saturdays or Sundays, the weekend, especially if you work Monday through Friday. And there would be time where I would um, meal prep some lean chicken breasts or some chicken tenderloins. I'll have my veggies and then I'll have something else. And then of course, put in my snacks in there. That way I was intentional of what I was eating, but also when you're eating, try to practice mindfulness. So you're not just rushing through your food. Like today was a bad day. I ate pizza on the way driving home because I had a podcast at 2.30. So I had pizza and I had icy, but I'm also seven months pregnant. So you just never know what my cravings are gonna be. That's true. Yeah, I, I can't say anything about that. I don't know. Uh, everything you said is just golden. I want to add in two pieces of advice that, that I got that just changed my life forever. Uh, one was, was regarding people saying, I don't have time, you know, time management. Uh, the piece of advice I heard was you don't manage time, you manage priorities. And so what are your priorities? So for anyone listening, what are your priorities right now? And I always really emphasize you have to be your number one priority because when you're your number one priority, starting with your health, everything else will fall into place. A better, I promise, I promise anyone listening, a better relationship with your spouse, if you're married, uh, in a relationship, uh, better relationships at work, everything when you make yourself the, the, the number one priority. And that's so you manage your priorities. So another question to ask yourself is, what are my priorities? What are my top three priorities? The second piece of advice I got was stop trying to figure it out. We're always in our heads trying to figure it out. And when we're in our heads trying to figure it out, that actually robs us, robs us of our energy. And so going back to this idea of optimal energy is when we are just completely in the flow with life, with how life works. And, and obviously you're a shining example of that, Genesis. And people are asking me, like, well, how do I do that? How do I get in the flow of the life? You have to do the work. And what I did, I like to tell this part of my story. I sat down for almost seven months and I wrote down, I had, I had 34 pages front and back of notes of every belief and every question I wanted answered. So I asked those questions. What is, what is my purpose? What is my, you know, what is my calling in life? What do I want? Where am I going? You know, all those questions, all those beliefs, I, I wrote them out and I just did the work on me. So if you want to get in the flow, make yourself a priority, answer those questions and, and let, let the, the flow of life take over for you. Those are great, great additions. And I like how you switch it to, I don't manage time. I manage priorities because if you shift just that thinking, you're shifting your paradigm and you're also in enforcing boundaries that you set up. So not only set up those boundaries, but enforce them on yourself and other people. And I tell people everything that I do is in my calendar. If it's not in my calendar, it's not a priority and it's not going to get done. And I've learned that principle working in corporate for 15 years, because especially in oil and gas, we're drilling million dollar wells a day. We're fracking. We're doing all this stuff. Wow. I don't have time to waste. I'm trying to shake and bake like Ricky Bobby. <laughs> there you go. There you go. And then, so whenever you think about how far you've came from being a far left to a far right, and just the work that you're doing now, as well as balancing, you know, a family. What are some other challenges that you face, Brad? And how have you learned from those challenges to become better mentally, physically, emotionally, and spiritually? Oh, my gosh. How much time do we have left here? 
uh, how, how much detail to go into that. You know, let me answer that question this way. Um, I'm always doing the inner work on myself. And I had a uh, epiphany, I guess, yesterday, an aha moment that what we call challenges, problems, everything in life is really just, if I can say this, God or the universe just shaping us to be the person that we're meant to be, the person that we are supposed to become. Uh, so if you can imagine like a seed, like a watermelon seed is supposed to become a watermelon. Uh, grape seed is supposed to become a grape. Uh, a giant red sequoia tree is supposed to become a giant red sequoia. But that seed knows what it's going to become. So know who you are becoming. Who are you? Who are you? You know, I know you've asked that question. Are you a watermelon seed? Are you a cantaloupe seed? Are you a giant sequoia? You know, who are you? But then you're going to be shaped. So the, so the universe, God, whatever you say, it comes along and it shapes that sequoia tree with, with air, water, sun, nutrients, all of that. And it may tilt the tree to the left a little bit, a little to the right. The only thing that's going on is, is just being, you're being shaped. So any challenge, any problem I understand now is you're just being shaped into the, the person that you're meant to be. And if you can understand that, uh, then you'll realize that these aren't really problems or challenges at all, that I'm just becoming the person I'm meant to be. And that's, that's, that's huge. That was a huge light bulb for, for me the other day. Cause so the, the other way is, okay, I've got this challenge. I've got this problem. You know, you can dig your heels in and persevere and, and just keep, keep on going. They say that's true. And that does work. That takes a lot of energy. And we're talking about optimizing energy. The way you optimize energy is to go with the flow, not against it. And I feel like when I'm trying to solve the problem and figure it out and all that, that takes energy. And so it's like the, the, the battery on your phone, that's going to drain your energy. But when you realize that this isn't really a problem at all, this isn't really a challenge, I'm just being shaped into the person I'm meant to be. And so the easiest way to understand this, I know we've talked about this a lot here today and on other, your other podcasts, what, what is your seed? Are you becoming a watermelon, a grape seed? You know, what, what are you becoming? And I can even answer that question in, in another podcast, too, because actually, believe it or not, it's the same for everyone. We're all becoming the same thing. And that thing we're becoming, I'll just say this part real quick, that thing we're becoming is not an, an occupation. It's not a teacher or a lawyer or, or a even a podcast or podcast host. That's the, 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 the byproduct. That's the, the side effect. So we're all, we're all here to be on this planet to do one thing, and that's to love. That's, that it might sound cliche or cheesy, but it's, it's, we're just here to, to be that. And then how we express that is as a teacher or as a podcast host or as an entrepreneur or, or whatever. And so that's, you know, the person we're truly meant to be. And then all these problems and challenges, they're just shaping us to who we're meant to be. So and I'm going to add this analogy, and it's a question first. Can a farmer reap if the farmer has never sown? And I want you to think about that. In order for the farmer to reap an abundance of crop, he or she must sow seeds. So the seeds that you sow are the actions that you take, and what you reap are the end results that is curating your present day and building up for the future. So if you think about that, you ask yourself, what am I doing today? How has it 
made me better? Is it helping me evolve or is it distracting or derailing me? Because those are seeds and we sow seeds by the words we release out of our mouth. We sow seeds by the actions and the deeds that we do. We sow seeds when we volunteer, when we bless that homeless man or woman on the street, or when we are giving advice and feedback to other people. Those are seeds and you never know how those seeds are going to take root because you may never see that person again, but because you chose to do something, it is going to leave an imprint that is going to drive an impact. So I challenge you to be mindful of the seeds that you sow so you can reap the harvest. It may not be in your lifetime or it very well could be in your lifetime, but it may be later on down your lineage, whether it's through your children, your grandchildren, or great-grandchildren. That was beautiful. I'm glad this is being recorded because I'm going to go back and listen to just that one part, what you just said. That was absolutely beautiful. I, I'm literally speechless now. I have no, no, no other words. That was, yeah, that was beautiful, Genesis. So now I want to dive into the call to action part of the segment, Brad. We talked about optimizing energy. We talked about sustaining a healthy life. And we also talked about weight management in a sense from you going from the far left to the far right, but then also making sure that you were diligent and you fine tuned what wasn't working once you realized it. What else would you like the audience to gravitate to? Or is there a challenge you have for them to help them level up in their life? Well, let me say I talk about all of this on my Facebook page. Um, I have a, a page there where I do videos and tips about all of this stuff. So I'll just say that real quick. It's facebook.com forward slash be well, be safe, be happy, eat ice cream. And as far as your question, what, what else would I say or, or challenge? I would, the challenge I would, I would give people, because this is where it starts is, is who are you? Because that's the vision, you know, me, who I am is healthy. I wanted to become healthy. Once I understood that everything I did, like you said, planting the seeds in my own life was geared towards being healthy. And then, like I said, I took it to extreme, uh, in, in terms of the, the eating and, and the exercise and everything like that. So I had to, you know, find that balance, but really who do you, who are you now? And what is the highest vision you have for yourself of who you are? If you're able to understand that everything else just falls into place. Amazing. And outside of your Facebook, how can they connect with you via your website? And is there any other social media platforms that you hang out primarily? Sure, sure. So my website is uh, www.trainingwithcoachbrad.com. And I also have a, a newsletter people can opt into. Uh, really just my Facebook page. I'm not huge on social media. Uh, I don't do TikTok or Twitter. I don't know, maybe I will in the future with this. But right now, just my Facebook page is, is pretty much the main social media. Uh, from my webpage, I should also say on the menu bar is, is my podcast. You're welcome to click on that, the Be Well, Be Safe, Be Happy, Eat Ice Cream podcast. And take a listen and genesis you're you're going to be on that because you're you're you you got it going on you understand all of this you're very much in the flow i can i can i can i can tell and i've learned quite a bit uh from from being here today but yeah my webpage trainingwithcoachbrad.com and then you can click on podcast or that has a link to my facebook page also and there you have it, listeners and viewers of GEMS Podcast. You just heard my special guest, Brad Carlson, 
All of his contact information will be in the show notes. So make sure you scroll on down and read and connect with him. Don't forget to like, comment, and subscribe. We're on 40 plus platforms. You could also see all things video by heading on over to our YouTube channel, which is at Gems with Genesis Amaris Kemp. And I want to thank each one of you for continuing to support the guests that I bring on, as well as the mission of Gems, which is to educate, inspire, and motivate while we intersect the dots of diversity, equity, inclusion, and belonging, because it does take all of us to come together to make this world a better place. And because of you, we are now ranked in the top two and a half percent globally out of 2.8 million podcasts per www.listennotes.com. So thank you so much for just supporting the guests, and myself. If there's any other topics you want to hear, drop me a line by heading on over to genesisamariskemp at gmail.com. And until next time, peace, love, and lots of blessings. Have yourself an amazing day. Thank you for listening to another segment of GEMS Podcast. Hope you enjoyed this recording. Make sure you like, comment, share, and subscribe to GEMS Podcast on your audio platform, as well as our YouTube channel, GEMS with Genesis Amaris Kemp. We would love for you to be a sponsor, so please reach out via email at GEMS, G-E-M-S, with W-I-T-H, Genesis, G-E-N-E-S-I-S, Amaris, A-M-A-R-I-S, Kemp, K-E-M-S at gmail.com where your brand your swag your services can be here on gems podcast